This is the RTE Lyric FM Leaving Cert Music Podcast, a series breaking down the Leaving Cert Music exam. Joined by second level music teachers Ethel Glancy and Mary McFadden, we'll bring you lots of discussion, pointers for you to consider and suggestions on how you can get your mind exam ready. In this episode, we look at the Irish music question. So, manuscripts out, music scores open. And let's get started. Ethel and Mary were back again. And this time we are covering section five, the Irish music section. So Mary... Break this down for us. What do we need to do in this section? Well, question five is always Irish music and it's worth 25 marks out of the 100 marks for this paper. It consists of two parts. So the first is the listening part, which gets a total of 15 marks. And the second is the essay, which will get a total of 10 marks. And you must answer both sections. You will probably be already aware that the adjusted assessment arrangements for Thursday, the 22nd of June, 2023, you will now be able to choose one topic for your essay out of five topics where it used to be or was normally four. Um, So that's a really it's a really important Mm. thing to, to be prepared for. So what exactly would a student be asked about? What would the questions be like in this section? So what you might be asked about in this question is you have the listening section and you have the essay. And in the listening section, in past exam papers, it's often that the questions are based on three different excerpts. And these excerpts can ask about dance types, instruments, chanos singing, form, fusion and types of tune. However, don't ever take this for granted. Always read the exam instructions before you listen to the excerpts to be sure, first of all, you know exactly how many hearings you will get and then you can plan how to tackle each part of the question. The past essay exam questions have included included topics such as the instruments, for example, the illum pipes, the harp and the fiddle. Um, you could get a, a topic on the collectors and our preservation of Irish music, dances, fusion, shano singing and or song tradition, ornamentation. The list goes on. And there are historical essays as well, maybe on the influence of the Irish music in North America and 20th century changes in Irish music. You'll notice that some of these essay topics can also come up in the listening section. So making connections between the different topics and preparing your essays on topics that overlap and connect with each other can be a really, really handy uh, strategy for studying Irish music because it's it's such a broad part of the course, you know. All of the learning, all of the study you do for question five is interconnected, regardless of whether you're doing the listening section of the exam question or if you're writing the essay. The key to success is to actively listen. In other words, purposefully listen to a wide range of Irish music. And as you listen, keep your listening diary, keep documenting everything you hear in each piece, because inside every piece of Irish music, you'll find lots to talk about, be about the instruments, about the features, about the influences and styles of Irish music. And then use this learning to evidence your answers in both sections, be it the listening or the essay parts of the paper. Some of the topics, as I said there, they're so interconnected 
that you will find overlap. So, for example, you might be studying Shano's singing, but inside Shano's singing, you could also be writing about ornamentation and the different regional styles at the same time. So while you're studying all of that, just look at the essay title or look at the question and you can draw down that information then to answer whatever it is you're answering. Equally, say if you were studying an Irish composer, say Sean O'Reilly, you could include a study of a piece of Irish music through his piece Misha Era and even extend this for learning further to be able to write an essay on fusion. You know, so you can very cleverly gather together all of that information you're using. But most importantly, familiarise yourself with the terminology or the language to be able to talk about Irish music. And I think that goes for all of the, all of the questions in the listening paper. OK, and for a lot of students, this might seem quite daunting or maybe overwhelming. You know, we're we're changing genre here. We're kind of switching gears. So what do you think is the best way for students to be able to, you know, get their brain into that Irish music setting and, you know, switch that part of their brain on? I think that purposefully listening to a wide mm-hmm. range of Irish music and... Too often, you know, sometimes you can have students saying, oh, I don't like that diddly idle do or oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? And they, they bring with them, as we all do, our own little prejudices or whatever, or fears or anxieties when trying to learn something new. But I would just say, and it's not just for the Irish music, it's really that purposeful listening, um, being able to, you know, even if you're on the bus or you're travelling or whatever, turn on TG Car or purposefully listen to some dance music maybe that your teacher has recommended or your YouTubes, you know, get it on your ear. That's It's a listening exam after all, you know. So I suppose Irish traditional instruments can be quite new to students um, studying uh, music for Leaving Cert and it's really important that they get really familiar with all of them and that they begin to identify which is which and also be able to talk about which instruments may be in a, in a piece that's been played that is also non-traditional. For example, the guitar or the piano. So then they should really also be ready to name the instrument that's specifically playing the melody as opposed to the instruments that are playing the accompaniment. And then, of course, remember that some instruments can do both. Um We'd also suggest knowing the instruments that are specific to a Cayley band. So in the Cayley band, you'd hear the vamping piano and the snare drum. And then some questions there are posed in the, the in a way that they have to answer which order they hear the instruments in. So rather than just listing what they hear, they have to specifically say they heard the fiddle first and then the flute or whatever. So they really need to get used to listening very attentively. And then when they're studying the instruments, we would also recommend that they would learn the name of a performer to go with each instrument and show that you've listened so you're able to quote somebody. And if you learn something about the chieftains, then you almost have a performer for most of the main instruments Mm, on the course. Um, So let's now maybe take a listen to this very short snippet and see if you can identify the traditional instrument playing the melody, the non-traditional accompanying instrument and then a percussion instrument also joining in with the accompaniment.
So the traditional instrument playing there, playing the melody, was the tin whistle. The non-traditional accompanying instrument was the bazooki, which we know is of Greek descent. And the accompanying instrument was the baron. Now, if you were to listen to that snippet again, you will see some students will answer by saying, the, what was it? Was it not the baron that was accompanying? Could I not have put that answer down? And this is where reading the question carefully is so important. You need to highlight, you need to underline the key words being asked in every question. The question asked for the non-traditional accompanying instrument. Yes, the baron was accompanying, but it is very much a traditional instrument. So you do have to box clever, Mary, don't you? You really do. And there's so much other learning in this short snippet. It was full of ornamentation. The type of tune was a reel and it was called the flogging reel. Be able to state the names of the reels you've listened to in your answer because at the end of the day, it's the evidence-based answer. Show the examiner that you have been listening. The form of the tune of the reel was ABC which is unusual for a reel, but this is a modern reel. And you could hear those modern influences in the performance. And then know your performer and one of our best Irish, most famous Tim Whistlers, Mary Bergen. So, Mary, I'd always suggest no matter what you're focusing on learning when listening to an excerpt, once you have that learning completed, maybe train yourself to finish up all your study with an extension activity, which is to listen to the excerpt again and find two to three completely different pieces of learning about Irish traditional music in that one excerpt. And that's how you'll sharpen your ear. Indeed. So other than the instruments themselves, what else could we be asked about in this question? Well, similar to the depth of study you went to when learning about traditional and non-traditional Irish instruments, so too will you need to know the traditional features of Irish traditional music, as well as being able to identify the non-traditional features. And this is where the language associated with Irish music is so important to have it in your back pocket for answering. So, for example, imagine the following excerpt was played during the exam. What language would you use in your answer to identify what type of tune this is? To list Two, so what I want you to do, Sive, is I want you to list two traditional Irish features and two non-traditional Irish features. So have a listen. Now, it's quite short, OK, but have a listen and see how you get on. tune is Sivyogshi Moor and it was composed by the blind Irish harper and composer Thurlock O'Carlin nearly 300 years ago. Worth noting that this tune is also used in another of your set works, the Piano Quartet, composed by Gerald Barry in 1992. But you will have to listen to that episode specifically on this set work for more on that. Sivyogshi Moor is a waltz and you were asked to identify it. So a one word answer is all that's required. You may have been asked this through a multiple choice question where you would just simply 
tick the box. It's a waltz, tick the box. But however, imagine if the question asked you to describe the type of tune. This is where you would need to draw upon your language and understanding about a waltz and then demonstrate this understanding in your answer, which could go something like this. This type of tune heard in this excerpt is a waltz as it has a very clear metre of three with an accented first beat in every bar. So other language, I wouldn't be able to go through them all, side, but other language you would need to be able to reference that specifically about Irish music uh, and about types of tunes are things like lament, planksties, slow airs. Maybe you might have language associated with the different types of Irish dances, such as reels, jigs, maybe double slip, hornpipes, polkas, etc. And of course, the different types of songs that exist in our song tradition, things like dandling songs and macaronic songs and lullabies and ashlings and patriotic sounds. There's so many, Mary, Mm. really an, an awful lot there. So there's also a language associated with features of Irish traditional music, you know, ornamentation, repeated last note, the use of the drone, free rhythm, etc. And a language associated with the non-traditional features, like Mary talked about the guitar, the basuki, they're all non-traditional instruments. But non-traditional features in Irish music can be syncopation, the use of accompaniment, the use of harmony, polyphonic or homophonic textures, the use of modulation, chromatic notes, etc. So do have this language ready to go for writing your answer in the exam. So if I go back then, Sive, uh, to our excerpt, how did you get on? Well, you can check and see. So for Shivyogshi Moore, the two traditional Irish features are the use of ornamentation was one and the melody was played on the traditional Irish instrument, the low whistle. And then the two non-traditional Irish features are the use of accompaniment and the use of the non-traditional instruments. In this case, it was the harpsichord and cello. So you can see even here, you were able to draw in the learning from your instruments into this part here. So this is obviously a, a modern arrangement of a very old tune. You can hear the fusing together of the traditional Irish features with the modern influences. And fusion is another topic often asked and can crop up in both the listening and the essay parts of the paper. Earlier I mentioned Sean Arreda and Misha Era, which is a fusion of traditional and classical styles. But there is a wealth and so many examples of fusion out there for you to choose from. Um, You have Ripples in the Rock Pool by Sean Davey, which is another great example of traditional and classical. The Horselips, a fabulous Irish band that seamlessly blended rock and traditional Irish music into their distinctive sound. Keela is another great band for fusion. And if you wanted maybe a little bit of traditional Irish with jazz, you could take a listen to Michal O'Sullivan's Iha Nullig, which is a fusion of traditional and jazz. But basically pick the example that will best show off your ability to demonstrate your understanding of fusion through using the various language that you've learned for Irish music. So one last tip, Sive, if you are answering a question on fusion, always remember to reference both styles in your answer. Okay. Quite a lot there, I'm afraid. <laughs> a lot of great information. On <laughs> a lot of great information. So Irish dance music. I know the students will get asked about this in the exam. What do you need to know to be able to answer the question as best you can? Well, you'd need to be able to recognise the different dances by ear. There are many different strategies as to how you can do this. What we recommend is listen, listen, listen. And each time you listen, establish the beat and from there, determine the metre 
and apply the language you have learned about dances. In other words, you could be asked about the type of dance, the time signature for that dance. So be able to write out one or two bars of a typical rhythm for each dance and a feature of each dance. A question on dance music can appear in both the listening and the essay part of this question. So make sure to have some titles of dances that you can include in your answer. So speaking of the essay question, tell me about the essay question. What does it entail? Well, first of all, I think it's important to know you get about 10 minutes to right, write your very essay. very limited amount of time. Hmm. It is and it isn't because remember, 10 minutes can be a long time if you're fairly well prepared. You okay, know, very you're true. Not, hmm. You're not doing it uh, for completely from nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, you are prepared going in there. It should be fairly detailed and it should focus on the music, not on the biographical details. And I'd say keep it concise, keep it to the point, maybe make four well-developed points with relevant musical examples. And it's those relevant musical examples which are required to score the top mark of 10. Okay, you know? so keep in mind that this is a music it's essay a music question, essay. not a biography so, essay yeah. question. Yeah, as you're, as you're reading the essay, you should nearly hear the sound of the music okay. from the way the student is writing about it. Um, depending on your chosen essay topic, you know, students sometimes say to say to me, but Miss, what do you mean by musical examples? They, it could be the names of the pieces or songs. It could be musical quotation of an ornament. It could be performers like Mary Bergen. It could be publications if you were talking about collectors. Basically show your examiner that you have listened you know what you're talking about. You have researched your answer. And even though you're not actively listening while writing your answer, you know, it's really important. And I, I know I sound like a broken record here, but the examiner should nearly hear the music from yeah. the way you write and talk about your topic. So make sure to name in your answer the music that you listen to. Some students say, you know, why can't you just give me an answer? You know, I'll, I'll learn it off. And, and, and students are brilliant at the rote learning. But we would say don't learn off. Don't learn off. Someone else's answer. Make sure to make it your own essay. By all means, use these sample answers to help you research your own answer, but ultimately show that you've listened and you can evidence. So, for example, if you're writing about instruments, write about how they're played. You know, after you tell us what are the various parts of the Ellen Pipes, tell me about how they're played. What are the cuts, the rolls or, you know, what's the ornament that's synonymous with the Ellen Pipes, for example. If your essay is about collectors and one of the collectors you're talking about is George, George Petrie, for example. OK, probably one of the lesser known, uh, depending on where you're coming from in Ireland. Then name some of the tunes found in a publication of his. So, for example... We all know Danny Boy. Yes. Yeah, Danny Boy. So that came from an ancient tune, wait for it, called Name Unknown. Right? Name Unknown. But that came from George Petrie's collection, The Ancient Music of Ireland, that was published in 1855. Wow. So that, that's really important. And it's still being listened to today, you know. If your essay is about Cayley bands, you know, say, for example, the exam question asks something like, give an account of the Cayley band tradition in Irish traditional music. Well, rather than giving loads of background or biographical or historical details, you know, we know Kilfenora is over 100 years in existence now. You know, try to talk through your points by referring, say, to two well-known Cayley bands in your answer, as well as include names of the tracks from particular recordings. And when you're talking about Cayley, and Mary, you mentioned this earlier, Mm -hmm. it's really important to reference, pay particular attention to the instrumentation and how they're positioned and how they're used in the Cayley band. So 
the essay part of the question, it, it sometimes suffers because the answers aren't detailed enough. You know, it is 10 marks and the examiner fundamentally is looking for evidence-based facts about your chosen topic and not a general vague synopsis, you know. Um, so as already mentioned, you'll get to choose from a list of five. So we would say maybe five, six essays, Mary. Mm, topics would you agree? prepared. Maybe yeah. have those topics yeah. prepared okay. in advance. So you're not going in raw. Yeah. You know, th there's a good chance you're well covered having five or six. And many of the topics will overlap slightly, as I mentioned earlier. So maybe you've prepared an essay about two or three collectors, could be Bunting, Petrie, O'Neill. And the question asks about Irish preservation and Irish music. There's nothing stopping you drawing in references to Bunting, Petrie and O'Neill there, you know. But it's um, the last point I'd say about the essay is it's so vast Every time you write something in your essay, keep going back to the essay title. Okay. Keep checking in with it. Are you actually answering the question. the question that you've been asked to talk about? Yeah. Yes. That would be my, my mm -hmm. suggestions for the essay. Mary, any final words of wisdom before we finish up? Well, I think maybe it's really important for students to remember that to say singing in the Irish language is not... Um, a feature of Irish music because it can be a totally different style that you're singing in. So um, don't reference dynamics either as a feature of Irish music because that's not really okay. acceptable. Syncopation is not a feature of traditional Irish music. And then Ethel did... Oh yeah, I, I've, I've seen this one a few times. Thurlock O'Carolan. Did Thurlock O'Carolan attend the Belfast Harp Festival in 1792? And you mm. can understand why it's confusing. Yes. Because he was an Irish blind harper. Yes. yes. Right. But unless he was there in spirit, and I've no doubt he probably was, actually. But he died in he 17... He died in 1738. Okay. So if this there's... was you, we're not judging you. If you did put this on your leaving search, we're not judging you. <laughs> but try not to make we're that just, mistake. You know, it's just a word of warning, yeah. a cautionary tale. Yeah. 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 But I think fundamentally... Be kind to yourself. You know, I talked earlier about students' fear of Irish music. It is our heritage. It is part of who we are, whether you like it or not, you know. And fundamentally, it's a living tradition. It's an oral tradition. It's all around us. So any time you're out and about and you hear a snippet of Irish music, just rabbit-like, perk the ears up and say to yourself, hmm, what am I hearing there? You know, but Ganyarian Thalif. Ethel, Mary, thank you so much for joining us. That's the end of this episode of RT Lyric FM's LC podcast. Good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the RTE Lyric FM Leaving Cert Music Podcast, hosted by me, Sive Downs, with guests Ethel Glancy and Mary McFadden. This podcast was produced by Gail Henry. You can listen to the rest of the episodes in this series on the RTE radio app.